This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 87 of the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich. And today we're going to be talking about some wise ways to use your time as the leader and CEO of your business. I know I am always curious to know how other people and leaders spend their time. And I just wanted to share a little bit about what I do and hopefully it sparks something for you so that you can continue to refine the way that you spend your time, how you run your company. And I think that this conversation is really, really, really important as we move from what I call baby business to big girl business. So as a quick recap, there are three phases of business, building, growing, and scaling. There are actually more if we break them down, but those three are the big buckets as you are navigating starting your business through entrepreneurship until you get to a place where you have optimized at least one piece of your business in a way so that you can then expand and pour fuel possibly on the visibility piece or making new products, etc. So if you are in that building or growing phase, then this is really important for you. And if if you don't wrap your head around these six things I'm going to talk about, and you don't dedicate the majority of your time to these six things, then it's going to be difficult. You're going to have challenges in getting into that scaling phase, which is kind of that pinnacle place that all of us dream of being in. And as I have started to do that, it's so interesting because now I can look back in my business even recently and I can say like, oh, we're scaling in this part of the business, but we're kind of growing and building in these other areas. And I only offer two products. And so it's one of those things that has been really helpful for me. So I can't wait to share it with you guys today. So if you're a service-based business owner and you've got a coaching component, this is going to apply directly to you. So I work with a lot of, I mentor, coach, and develop directors of operations. And as I do this, we talk about, you know, obviously the content, the curriculum of the certification program is looking at the six different aspects of operations. But then there's that whole other side, like how do I do this and how do I set this up in a way that I can make money consistently and still live that dream life and and move closer and closer to the goals that we have set for ourselves. So I believe that the success that you have in your business is a direct reflection of the way you spend your time in your business. So what does a weekly schedule look like? Before I go deep and define what these different categories or buckets of time should be, could be, I also want to tell you that this is not a prescription. I cannot tell you that you need to spend X number of hours here, X number of hours in this other bucket, and have this kind of a team. We're all building different businesses. Oh, please help me. We all have to build different businesses. We should not, could not 
have the exact same businesses, the same models, the same customer or client or student, whatever that looks like for you. We want to make sure that we build a business that's authentic to us, that leans into our strengths, repels the things that are difficult for us. And so what I'm going to share with you today is an example of the key buckets that I see as being really helpful for places that you need to spend the time in your business, but you may have to adjust. So listen in, be thinking of the buckets that make sense for you and your model, and then start applying them. But with any weekly schedule, and you guys are, I'm sure you're just like me, we will get really excited about a planner in the beginning of the year, we may get our ideal week set out. But over time, things just start to change and shift a little bit, we get a little bit more comfortable, or maybe we're really like head down working on a particular project. And so nothing else really gets done, right? When we have lean, tiny, small teams, or even if you're a solopreneur, that's kind of what happens to us. And so I just wanted to make sure that you know that while I'm gonna share this, and I believe very deeply in it, first of all, you're gonna have to modify it to fit you, to fit your model, to fit the way that you're building your business, and maybe even the size and the scale of your business. But the other thing is, Ultimately, I'm gonna ask you to think about how many hours you wanna spend in these various buckets. And I'm not gonna be able to tell you what that magic number is for you. And even in my own business, I set goals for how many hours I wanna attach to these different buckets, but I don't monitor this and track it to the hour, to the minute, every single week. I think it's a good idea, friends, to look at this, keep track, do an hourly inventory, once a week, every quarter. I think that would be the best and most wise advice I can give you. And then try to stick to this general rule of the goal that you have for each bucket. So today we're talking all about what your weekly schedule should look like in your business, the areas of concentration that you need to dedicate time and attention to. There are six different buckets of places that you're going to be needed in your business if you're moving into that scaling, if you're anticipating getting into that scaling phase of business. The first thing is business development. If you're a service professional and you have a coaching business or you're working as a fractional DOO or you have an agency, you're going to need to focus on business development. So what does that mean? This is the time in your schedule where you are reaching out to contacts. Maybe it's people to be affiliates for you or building a strong network so that you can in turn build business, build awareness. This is not the same as marketing, but this is business development activities. So for me in my business, as I shared with you guys late actually, I think it was the last podcast in 2020, one of the things that I'm going to be doing is getting our certification accredited. When I get that accredited, I'm going to be partnering with some big organizations in my space. So part of my business development will be reaching out to them, building relationships and connections with their leadership team. But it also could be me hopping on a phone call with an influencer or educating somebody on what the certification looks like or what a director of operations means and how they could function in a business. So business development can be very wide, but I believe that this is the piece of the business that is uniquely something that you can do better than anyone else, specifically in the pre-scaling phase of business. The next thing is strategy. And I think that this is what we long for. We are always hoping and thinking and dreaming of, I just wish I had time to just think about my business. 
As service professionals, we tend to hear the phrase working on our business versus in our business. And sometimes we don't have the space and bandwidth to do either of those things because we're so busy serving our clients. So strategy, when I talk about the bucket of strategy, this is when you're doing your planning. This is when you're cultivating new ideas. This is when innovation pops up. This is when new product ideas come in. This is how we start thinking about optimizing some of the channels or it's the time where we get to brainstorm in our business. And this strategy component for me personally, right now in this phase of business, my goal is to have 10 hours a week dedicated to strategy. I know when I have these 10 hours a week for me in my business, my business goes much more smoothly. I'm able to make better decisions, faster decisions. And as a slow start, that can be a challenge for me. So having this time where it's not interrupted, where you know it's my dedicated time to really focus on how I'm gonna grow the business. The strategy piece is a big part, and I believe that we put this in our back pocket. We put it way behind us when it's something that really should be in front of us from the very beginning. Now, it may not be 10 hours that you're shooting for. Maybe it's two hours at the beginning, because when we're starting our business, when we're in that pre-scaling phase, we spend a lot of time in client work. If it's not in client work, it's attracting clients. It may be creating content for future clients. So the emphasis on focusing on what you and your business can do often gets missed or you don't pay any attention to it. And I was in that exact same place. So I fully, fully understand if you're thinking to yourself right now, there's no way I could possibly spend 10 hours or five hours just dreaming about my business. But if we're here for the long haul because we're passionate about what we're doing, because we wanna make a bigger mark, because we want to live a legacy life, then this is something that really can't be avoided. The third piece is marketing and content. So this is different than business development, but this is actually creating a marketing plan for your business. And there are so many different channels that we can market in and be visible. Maybe it is that you're creating content for a podcast. Maybe it's for social media. Maybe it's an affiliate program. Maybe it is, there's so many different ways that we could do this, but you need dedicated time to be able to do how often, and hey, I'm a podcaster, you're listening to me right now. How often do I delay the podcast because other things have taken priority? And when I do that, I never feel as strong recording that content for the week. Now, everything we do is pretty prescriptive because we're operators and I'm surrounded by a really great operations team. But I can tell you that that marketing, because I have resistance to it sometimes, can be one of those things I put on the back burner. So what would my business look like if I dedicated, my goal is five hours a week to creating a marketing plan and producing content. If I did that five hours a week, my content would be solid. We wouldn't have to scramble at the last minute. We would always be in alignment with what our future offers look like. We would be better at marketing. The fourth thing, and again, when I started this podcast, I told you that this was really for those people who were service professionals who also had a coaching component, which is like my business. So my director of operations certification program, I still coach in every single cohort. It's something that brings me massive joy. So if your business model doesn't have a coaching component, then you're clearly gonna wanna pull this piece out. But for me, the delivery and the coaching. So this can be the experience. This can also be me showing up to these calls to lead. This could be me recording content for the delivery, different than marketing content. This is for inside of my paid program. 
So for me, where I am today, I'm spending 10 hours on delivery and coaching every single week. The other big bucket that I mentioned was strategy. So between strategy and delivery and coaching, that makes up 20 hours of my week right now. And the fifth bucket is administration slash technology. There are just things in my business that I need to do. I have a super strong team between Alex and Esther. They are two components. We've got lots of other support in our team, but those two people deal with the administration in my business on the regular, but there are just things that they're going to need me to do. Right now, I'm approving assignments. I am looking at some customer service requests that have come in. When we get applications, I will be reviewing those. So there's definitely administration that comes through most of the time in the form of an email. And I don't anticipate ever having that bucket be zero. Like the part of running a business, it's not the glamorous part. It's not the part I love doing. But at the end of the day, I'm responsible for making sure that our train is on a solid track. And if that means that I need to do some customer support, if that means that I need to do administration or technical platform work, then I'm probably going to be the one to research it and to look into that. Alrighty, we've made it to the sixth bucket. So this is gonna round them out. And this is also one of those that can be quite variable depending on the size of team that you have and what you're building, the type of business model that you are choosing to go into. But if you're a solopreneur, this may not be an area that you need to spend a lot of time in. For me, we've got a team of 16 people in varying capacities in the ops authority. So there's a lot of people for me to work with, to develop, to continue to to assess what their strengths are and seeing how they can put those strengths into my business, how we can partner together, how they can continuously develop into a stronger, better proponent of the ops authority. So how they can leverage their skill sets in this business much better than me, because that's the best reason that I have invested in other talent. It's not always capacity. It's sometimes because I'm not the best blog writer or I'm not the best with launches and I need someone to help me with marketing. Sometimes it's helping me with running our ops inner circle, which is our DOO only program. So team development. I put five hours a week of my time right now into team development. I need to develop, coach, train, communicate with my team five hours a week minimum. That doesn't mean that the entire team is present for that. Sometimes it's one-to-one. Sometimes it's just our weekly team meetings. But about five hours of my week goes into that. Now, of course, if I'm onboarding, if I'm looking at bringing in new talent, then that number is going to change. But for now, on the regular, we're looking about five hours a week. That also means that I am looking at performance within those five hours, our organizational design. Do we need to be adding anybody? Do we need to lean out in some other areas of our business. So those are the six buckets that I have. Let me repeat those for you. Business development, strategy, creating marketing and content, delivery and coaching. The fifth one is admin and the sixth is team development. Those are your big buckets of time as a CEO. Your ops activity this week, every single episode, we have an ops activity. And I would love for you to reflect on your business right now, the model that you have. So that may mean that you have to adapt to the six buckets that I've just shared with you. But when you have those six buckets, how many hours do you have available to work? At this phase of my business, I work between 38 and 45 hours every single week. And during the summertime, over the holidays, we have to adjust that quite a bit because that's what I have chosen for myself. So 
when I look at 40 hours a week, I have divided that time up against all six of these categories. I look and see where I am spending more time than that and less time than that. And I'm always trying to recalibrate that. These are functions that only I can do as the leader of this business. Can I reduce those times? Absolutely. So if you're running a business and you only have 15 to 20 hours to lead your business every single week, then maybe you don't need 10 hours of strategy. Maybe you only need five hours and other areas only need two. So I want you to just understand and know that there are six buckets of time and dedication that have to go into being the CEO of a business. Lots of us get started as service providers with a passion, with a skill set, and we're not really looking at developing a team or even, you may not even be interested in scaling your business. It may just be in an okay, comfortable growth place for you at this time, and that is 100% okay. So know that you can modify these buckets, but also know that if you are looking at scaling a coaching style business, that these six buckets are gonna make the most sense. Once I get those buckets feeling very satisfied, think about it like a gas tank. If each of those are full, or at least you know getting close to that full line, then and only then can I start to look at other projects. So here's what happens to me, and it certainly happened to me earlier in business, I would do a lot of like on the fly thinking and you know, I'm a slow start, but there is still that occasional time where a great idea will come to me while I'm driving my kids around or maybe I'm watching somebody else's webinar and I'm like, oh, I've got to start adding Clubhouse into what I'm doing for visibility and I'll have these ideas. And if I focus on those before I have filled the tank for those other six areas, that is exactly what shiny object syndrome is all about. So I have to be very careful of that. And I would also caution you. So you're going to want to fill up those six buckets first, and then you can start focusing and taking some of your time from those six buckets and reallocating that time to projects. I'm not saying you add on time, right? If I'm already working 40 hours a week, there's no need for me to, I don't think I could even do it, but there's no need for me to work 46 hours to accommodate a project that I have coming up. But if we're looking at 40 hours consistently, obviously that's the maximum number I'm going to have to shift around the time between those six buckets to even consider adding that seventh bucket of a project. So your ops activity for episode number 87 is to look at these six buckets of the ways that you will spend your time as a CEO and tell me how much time you are going to spend in all six buckets. Let's continue this conversation in our private Facebook group. You can join me at opsinsiders.com. That'll get you inside of our Facebook group. And this is where we're gonna talk about these six buckets. How do you spend your time? And then what is your biggest area of focus? For me, it is strategy. Second to that, it's going to be in that delivery and coaching space and then team development. So what does yours look like? Go ahead and head over to theopsinsiders.com. We'd love to have you there. We'd love for you to join our community and stay in touch with us. I hope this has been helpful, ladies. I look forward to talking with you next week and I'll see you inside the Ops Insiders. Y'all have a great week. 
thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.